0: Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. While delivering Muskogee, Oklahoma, newspapers, a boy saw a guitar sitting in the shop window. Next to the guitar was a booklet entitled How to Play the Guitar in Five Minutes. While it took a little longer than five minutes, he became one of the most versatile, finest, and most requested session guitar players ever in the country. His name, Barney Kessel. Stand by for his story. Have you heard of the crossroads? You know that place in Clarksdale, Mississippi, where the blues man Robert Johnson supposedly sold his soul in return for his guitar mastery? Well, during the first part of the 20th century, there was a real musical crossroads 50 miles south of Tulsa in Muskogee, Oklahoma. Well before Muskogee was known for the Merle Haggard song, "Okie from Muskogee, railroad tracks crossed through Muskogee where trains were taking passengers, bands, and musicians from Kansas City and Chicago to point south to New Orleans or southwest to Dallas and Houston. Muskogee became a favorite stopover and watering hole for wandering blues and jazz bands. Muskogee was known for its vibrant African-American community. There were clubs and lots of talented homegrown blues and jazz players. During the early years of the 20th century, In these clubs were where local musicians played hard, learned, and pushed the music boundaries and, when possible, show off their chops to visiting Big Named players and band leaders with hopes of catching on with one of the traveling bands this blues and jazz incubator birthed many talented musicians some would gain international fame and we'll learn more about these legends in upcoming episodes our story is about one of those incredible muskogee musicians who learned his craft from the musical opportunities and influences the clubs of the muskogee area and from those incredible players of the day. Barney Kessel born on October 17, 1923 in Muskogee, Oklahoma to Eastern European Jewish shopkeepers who lived atop their shoe store at 110 South 2nd. The Kessel's home and shoe shop sat nestled between two of the aforementioned nightclubs. One day while delivering newspapers on his daily paper route, Barney spied a guitar on display in a store window. He thought it was beautiful. He took his earned monies and bought it. Barney was musically reared in the shadows and eventually took the spotlight in Muscogee's 30s music scene. His subsequent success in jazz further emphasizes the importance importance on Muskogee's jazz scene to the world. The following is a direct quote from Dr. Hugh Foley's book, Oklahoma Music Guide. If Barney Kessel could grow up and absorb the music he did in Muskogee and then become an original, innovative, and highly regarded jazz guitarist, one must say that Muskogee was genuinely a primary development center of American jazz, where the traditions of jazz were relayed from one generation to another. While the five-minute guitar book might have been a disappointment, Appointment to the young guitarist, he credits his early success from the guitar lessons he took from his Hawaiian guitar teacher in Muskogee and never having to unlearn any of the lessons he was taught by his guitar teacher. Kessel said he also learned to pick his guitar by copying the Western swing musicians he heard on the radio, which we have chronicled in other stories. He began his professional career at 14. He left school and began working with the Elias Ezell Band from 1937 to 1939. Now, he had the distinction of being the only white member in an all-black band playing throughout Oklahoma in all-black clubs. The band's leader, Ellis Ezell, wanted Barney to play the same lines that jazz guitar star at the time Oklahoman Charlie Christian played. In 1939, he left Muskogee, continuing high school in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and playing with the Varsetonians, an OSU dance band. Now, the Varsetonians lovingly hung the name of Fruitcake on Barney because he would practice his guitar 16 hours a day. In 1940, he left Stillwater, moving to Norman, where he played with the Varsity Club band, but he did not return to high school. Later that summer, he got the opportunity to jam with his idol, Charlie Christian. From Oklahoma City, Charlie Christian was considered to be an early important performer on the electric guitar. Honing his skills, Skills Charlie Christian worked hard to become Benny Goodman's featured guitarist. After having the opportunity to play and jam with Charlie on three separate occasions, he realized he was mimicking Charlie Christian's style of play. This concerned him. If he didn't do something different, he would only be known by replaying Charlie Christian's guitar licks. He decided he had to find his own way and develop his own style. This was a turning point for the young guitarist. Barney decided to take the advice of his idol, Charlie Christian, seek his fame and fortune, and head west. Like so many Oklahoma musicians, Musicians and music makers before and since he headed west on Highway 66 toward Los Angeles. He arrived in LA in 1942 with a bag full of clothes, a guitar, an amplifier. And a nickel. Barney started his West Coast career in 1942 and playing through '43 with the Chico Marx Orchestra. You know Chico Marx of Marx Brothers fame. In '44, Barney was featured in Warner Brothers' award-winning jazz documentary, Jamming the Blues. Being the only white musician in their music production, they colored his hands black and kept him in the shadows of the stage. With this appearance, his stock as a recording session guitar player began to rise. He quickly established himself. as as a key post-Charlie Christian jazz guitar player. In 1947, he recorded with Charlie Parker's New Stars on the Relaxin' at Carmarello session for Dial Records. He was known for his innovative chops in a trio. In the 50s, he made four albums with Ray Brown on bass and Shelly Mann on drums called the Pole Winners. Esquire, Downbeat, and Playboy magazine polls ranked him as the number one guitarist for 12 straight years. In 1956, 57, and 58, Barney won the prestigious Downbeat Reader's Poll, playing his signature K-Jazz Special K-8700. He left K in 1960, switching to his new Gibson Signature guitar, while K continued making their then-famous Jazz Special guitar. During the 60s, Barney was a first-call guitarist at Columbia Pictures for their movie soundtracks. He became one of America's most in-demand session guitarists. He was considered a key member of the first-call group of musicians usually known as the Wrecking Crew. At one point after a two and a half hour session to record a one chord song, you may recognize the beat goes on, Barney stood up and shouted, Never have so many played so little. For so much. Barney was a fixture in Hollywood's recording studios during the 60s, playing on albums for Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Liberace, Elvis, Doris Day, The Beach Boys, Sam Cooke, and movies Cool Hand Loop, Fun in Acapulco, Some Like It Hot, just to name a few. In all, Barney recorded some 60 albums of his own. As a sideman, he played his guitar on over 50 albums for the likes of greats Julie London, including her big hit Crimea River, Sarah Vaughn, Lionel Hampton, Benny Carter, Buddy DeFranco, Harry Edison, Anita O'Day, Shorty Rogers, Pete Rugelow, Ella Fitzgerald, Bing Crosby, Dino Washington, Lou Rawls, Mel Torme, Ricky Nelson. He played on 10 albums for Billie Holiday. Showing his versatility, he played on the Righteous Brothers song, You've Lost That Loving Feeling, and on the Beach Boys, Good Vibrations. He was one of the first guitarists to go electric. He owned Barney Kessel's Music World in Hollywood from 67 through 70, which attracted customers John Lennon, George Harris and Eric Clapton. He wrote a monthly column for Guitar World magazine and produced music, wrote music. He wrote a guitar instruction manual named The Guitar, a tutor. He's a member of the Oklahoma Jazz Hall of Fame and the Oklahoma Music Hall of Fame located in his hometown of Muskogee. He was said to have what jazz players called big ears, meaning he had a great capacity to listen and to respond musically to what he was hearing. Barney Kessel passed away. In his San Diego home in 1992. What a life in music he lived. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Help us spread the word. We can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Music Play, and on our Oklahoma Music Legends YouTube channel. Click on the podcast link of our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com, where you can see and choose from all of our podcasts. Please join our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page to stay current on the goings on. I'm Tommy Henshaw. Thanks for listening.